Welcome back everyone to the Nowscast. I'm your host Naus and I have today here with me my lovely friend and fellow Brazilian Asodel Rose 87. She has written several fics in the HP fandom throughout her career. Many of them are in Portuguese and branch into Lord of the Rings, specifically the Hobbit trilogy and the book. Her current and main story is catching fire during an unexpected journey which has a surprising twist to the modern girl at Middle-earth trope by yanking Katniss from the Hunger Games and throwing her into Middle-earth a week before the company is set to meet with Bilbo, while her most well-known HP fic is called Lost Connections, a Harry O.C. uh, story that takes him from early childhood to post-war with surprising twists and a massive cast of original characters that could certainly be converted into a mafia TV show. Thank you for joining us, Rose, today. How are you? Very nervous. Ah, don't be nervous. It's, it's going to be fun. Yeah. No, it's not. This is my first time in a podcast. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> Everyone has their first. Everyone that has their first time. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> how old were you? And how long ago did you start uh, with fan fiction as a reader? Um, I was very young. I was like probably 13 years old, 12, 14, I don't know. And how did you find about it? Like, what were your first stories and fandoms? So it was actually a very interesting story. Yeah, one that you probably don't know. Uh, Because the first time I saw... A fanfic. I didn't even know it was a fanfic. Oh. I thought it was uh, a part that was leaked from the manuscript oh. from one of the <laughs> following books. I remember. So it was like... <laughs> I remember having remember that what? with uh, Twilight. Like there was this leak for uh, Midnight Sun, which would be the first book from Edward's point of view. So yeah. That happened to 13-year-old me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's age of very liable and, and to were, believe this kind of stuff. What was the story? Do you remember? I don't remember the story at all, but it was, like, in a way. Like, I was trying to Google, like, this. It was, like, in the beginning of the internet. I don't even know if I had Google up there, but, like, using the Google equivalent or I don't know what I was using, but I was trying to find uh, Max Manuscript, Harry Potter, and something came up. And it was a a fanfic, but I thought it wasn't. Like, uh, it, it was like... When I was young, like I started to reading Harry Potter as it first first arrived in Brazil, mm-hmm. like this first month that it was out, I bought the book in Portuguese, mm-hmm. obviously. And I think uh, it was the, the third book I think had been released already in English by then mm-hmm. when it started in Brazil. But uh, we, ha- we didn't have the translation. It was like the first book. And I didn't even know that there were more books. But as soon as I finished, I was like, wow, I wish this author had written more books because it's so good. But then I, and then I started to try to find out more about it. And I found out <laughs> some fix about it. And 
I I remember that I used to to call uh, the I was like super dumb young, <laughs> but like we used to call Rocco. Yes. The, the and asked that oh when when are you going to have the next book? <laughs> <laughs> with one of my best friends was also like a young girl like yeah that was part of my childhood oh duh but <laughs> oh god yeah later later i got in the form i was formally introduced to fanfic when i started to uh get into the fandom mm-hmm. i started to go in message boards in portuguese mm-hmm and I made a profile and yeah, lots of different message boards in the Brazilian community. And yeah, and then I found out that all oh, fanfics are a thing. Okay, that's interesting. Let's see what it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then I was formally introduced to it. And yeah. what made you jump from reading to writing? The jump for reader to writer. So, yes, I used to, I started reading fanfics and there was a couple of nice websites that I, I didn't even know fanfiction.net at this, this, this stage when I started writing. I was mainly, uh, in Brazilian famous Harry Potter fanfiction websites and they were like, yeah, the forums, but they also, I, yeah, there were like three main big fanfic uh, related websites. And I used to be a reader, and then I thought about that a trope that I li- like to see more. And I started from, from there. And like it, at this stage, uh, it was to guess what would come in book four because it hadn't been released yet. So that's how old it was. It was so different to stories back then, because like it was all guessing game. There, there wasn't any defined tropes, and since we didn't know how it ended... No, there were different, there were could... different sort of tropes, yeah, I guess. Yeah, probably. But... <laughs> like, no Horcrux, no... Yeah. What else? No Half-Blood Prince, no... no. Deathly Hollows. No Deathly Hollows. Yeah. Yeah, no, so many things. So like, I think that a very common used to be like the Harry is the heir, the heir of Gryffindor. Oh, this this still happens, sadly. It still happens, really. Yes. It's annoying. Oh, so th- this is a very ancient one. Yeah. <laughs> it's because of the sword thing, so people extrapolate yeah. from that and. It gets really annoying. How was your transition from reading in Portuguese and writing in Portuguese to English? Uh, was it hard? And when that happened? Okay, uh, so it was. It actually started much, much later. Like I was already living uh, here in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I was going to start my uni mm-hmm. in one year or so and i decided to to write in english then but before that i i did some i started reading a bit in english before that 
as well. Um, one of the f the fanfics that I remember reading in English was uh, The Darkness Within by Kurinoni. Yes, very famous. Uh, yes, I, and I got one. that. Yeah, I got to read that because I started reading in Portuguese, the one that was translated by Fabrielli. Mm -hmm. And I actually became friends with her, and you know her because I introduced you to her. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh... Yeah, yeah. And so... was the transition hard? Um, it it was a bit hard actually. It was because I was kind of using it as a way to improve my English, my write, my written English a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I used sometimes when I very first began, I will I would sometimes write a bit a little bit on Google Translator to see what's gonna come up. And oh yes, that's actually what I want to say. Or but sometimes I nowadays I do that to see. To do the other way around, sometimes I write in English to see what's going to write in Portuguese. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but yeah, it's very good uh, the the Google Translator thing, and you know that it, yeah, you are can, a translator. It can be rather good. It, I don't yeah. know if it's. Uh, I mean, many people complain about Google Translator, but for Brazilian Portuguese and English, it seems to work very well. Like there's obvious some issues mm -hmm. and it has several issues with subjects and how to use how not to use mm. repeated uh, articles and stuff but it usually is really good um yeah. you are dyslexic so yeah. writing in portuguese was easier or uh, harder than writing in english considering uh your condition i I think it's easier, but mainly because my vocabulary in Portuguese is so much bigger yeah. than my vocabulary in English, I think. Mm -hmm. Or it used to be, at least. I don't know now. No, probably it still is, yes, because I read so many more things in Portuguese throughout my life. Yeah. And, uh, I'm the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah. When you go to secondary school here, you're gonna read Romeo and Juliet, and you're gonna read I don't know um, Hamlet. Uh, yeah, Hamlet and the storm. Yeah, there's those things. Yes, that I did not read those things because I went to school in, in Brazil. Brazil. So you read. So Jesus I read Amado. things. You read Machado de Assis. Exactly. Yeah. And like, <laughs> <laughs> so I have a very different background in yeah. this sort of sense. I skipped most of it because, like, I was lazy as fuck when I was a kid. No. I so I wouldn't it used read to be... school books. I just ignored them. Oh, literature is always my favorite thing, and I used to love like writing. In school, like doing assignments and yeah. Definitely and not my <laughs> my cup of tea. No, I, I love it. I loved it. I love I loved writing at school. Have you? But yeah. Have, have you I? 
have you ever noticed any differences in style of writing from Brazilians and native English speakers? Uh, as you've since you've read uh, a lot of both words. Uh, in which sense? Like, uh, are they are, are the Brazilians more focused on dialogue or more focused on uh, purple prose, or do they use more uh, expressions and idioms or uh, uh, stuff like that? Uh, idioms are gonna be different, obviously. No, no, I'm yes, okay. of course. <laughs> um, all. Yes. But as a Figure whole, do you remember if there's a uh, predilection for one and another? In... I don't think I'm an expert to answer this question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? I haven't read any Portuguese <laughs> fanfic at all, ever. So I want to know. Um, well, I haven't read uh, Portuguese fanfic for years now. Yeah. But... Like, I used to read a lot. It was only, I would only read Portuguese. And then there was a, a huge gap where I didn't read fanfic at all. Mm -hmm. uh, I think between, I don't know the year, but like when I was 19, when I was 19 until I was um, 24 or something, mm -hmm. 25. Okay. I didn't read fanfics that time. Okay. And I went back. Thankfully. And I'm back. Thankfully. Oh. Uh, Maybe I'm, I'm probably gonna go for another gap now, but. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, is there any advice you would give someone who's writing in English uh, for the first time that aren't native? Uh, I think you probably want to just go and write it's like the same advice would give for someone that wants to write just try and yeah people are gonna criticize your grammar and gonna say like you don't know how to write your vocabulary is not good but you're not gonna learn if you don't try and you can always google translation was so good such a lifesaver because I think I've learned some expressions actually, like not learned, but like because I knew they existed, but I haven't used them myself yet. Uh -huh. So like, oh yes, that's the nice way to say this thing that I wanted to say. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, you know that that feeling. Yes, it's like it's sometimes like when I'm feeling like when you make a suggestion, like in my my writing. Uh huh. Through your better work. Oh, yeah, that's actually better. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and I feel the same way like whenever kinda... someone helps draft my stuff, like uh, correct my stuff. Usually, Petri, Picos, or Bip. When they yeah. go over my stuff, it's ridiculous how much better they, they are. So, yeah, like having a second pair of eyes really, really helpful. And they can al <laughs> always hire your service, can't they? <laughs> 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 Stop telling me. <laughs> yeah, for if, if someone is hearing this and don't know that knows nows. 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 Not a nose. <laughs> 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 Fuck's a nose. 
It's a mixture of nose in with English. naughty. Nose. It's your name in English. It's a name in English. Seriously? <laughs> so, yeah. How isn't it? What, now? Okay. <laughs> Someone needs to, to clarify this. How do you spell, how do you pronounce nose name in English? <laughs> it's not nosy. Nosy. <laughs> Well, everyone. Anyway, what were uh, we talking about? Um, <laughs> Perfect. Advice for anyone writing in English. I was going to ask you though, um, when you started, mm. and because of the dyslexia and the fact that you're not native, did you get a, a lot of backlash from people complaining about it? And, you and if you did get backlash and complaints, did they affect you at all? And how did you deal with them if they did? Honestly, nowadays, like, nowadays, no. Like, for a long time, since I started writing in English, I was fine with backlash. Like, I, I actually don't, not that I don't care, but, like, I don't mind what people say about what I write. Uh-huh. You know? You don't uh, get bummed when, uh, if someone says their story shit or anything like that do you no i just i'm not writing for you i'm writing for me okay that's a clear... for my own pleasure you know yeah. if you don't want to if you don't want to read i'm not forcing you just go, go and do something else please be my guest i'm not forcing you yeah i'm not paying for you to read you're not like a no <laughs> Fiverr, no. and go to his feet and, no. and, and, for, and force him to to write to read something you don't want him to read, as that's what he does. That would such a, that would be such a troll, like forcing me to read. I don't know, uh, ABO, uh, homoerotic, uh, werewolf oh. style. There. So now, guys, you know you want to throw nose, go to Fiverr and throw him properly. Please no. <laughs> Stop it. Now we're gonna start to receive lots of. <laughs> Stop telling me, woman. When, <laughs> when oh. you started writing. <laughs> Stop with the giggles. Okay, this is gonna be the worst podcast of your list. <laughs> no, it's gonna be fun. When I started writing, uh. What did uh -huh. you focus on uh, on improving first, and what did you wish you knew at the time that you know now? Um, when I first start writing, do you mean like yes. when I first start writing ABC at school in no, Portuguese? I mean fanfic. <laughs> fanfic. Uh, when I first start writing, like as a young young girl, yeah, I kind of. I was much more self-conscious about what other people would say mm -hmm. about reviews and about likes and about, and I, I kind of, I had like for, I had quite a big readership back then, mm -hmm. like surprisingly, because I was a kid. Yep. Although like, I guess everyone else. Most of the people, actually, reading Harry Potter at that time were also kids. We grew up, but there were some people that weren't kids 
Um, I think one person that you're gonna be, I think, calling him, calling here very soon. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> Everyone knows who, I'm, who you're talking about. <laughs> He's like a puppy um, with a tail <laughs> wagging around. <laughs> Excited for his yeah. turn. <laughs> he should be here, not me. Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, has any of your professional or academic experience helped you in any way as far as writing go? Uh, of course they do. Like... Uh... All the experience that we go through in life, they do help us in some sense with everything else we do. Mm -hmm. Isn't that? Yeah, that's mostly how it goes. But like, do you remember anything related to well, your job that actually made it in? Like uh, an experience that happened because of your profession or, mm. or well, your schooling? You know my back. So, you know my background, right? Yeah. You know my professional, my educational background. Yep. But maybe the people that are listening to this podcast don't. But you, as you know, do you think it has affected the way I write? <laughs> Why are you asking me? I'm asking you. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> well, because I also want to ask you a question. Ah. <laughs> uh... If it has helped you, I think so, especially with how you how you dance around certain subjects, like uh, yeah. how do you make so your characters hide their their pain in, in a way that that is uh, relatable, uh, relatable and realistic. So I think so. Oh, thank you. That's nice. So yeah, but it does. I think it does help. Happens to everyone because everybody that has has different backgrounds. So for example, I am um, thirty something year old Brazilian yeah. living in London. Mm -hmm. uh, I worked in education for some a couple of years, and I have background in psychology yes and yeah done some further studying other things as well On so masters <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> look at the despair in my voice but yes <laughs> it's excitement i swear mm -hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> and so you know this these things then you can you know that also there was like the, the life experience like having children mm -hmm. dating have a husband mm -hmm. everything that happens to you just like it helps you as an author in some kind because of way it's, it's relating it and it's sort of Yes, all your experience, of course, they're gonna to to be in your work in a way, in the way that you do your characters and in the way things that you you do and don't. Yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. 
I'm very philosophical, answer, isn't it? Yeah. I guess I like philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the Luna inside me. I like philosophy as well. <laughs> That's okay. What is your process for defining what is a good enough idea to keep? And how do you come up with new ideas? Wow. Is enough to keep, uh, good enough to keep, you said, right? Yeah. Well, I have more ideas than I write, obviously. I think that happens probably with most authors. But the thing is, like, in order for me to, to bother myself to get the laptop and start writing, start brainstorming and, and doing a plot for a story, mm-hmm. this story needs to be with me for at least one year. In your head. It's in my head. And it needs to be constantly in my head. Like I, I And how and do then, you not forget okay. it? No, because it's constantly there, then I don't forget. You okay. see? Like if I if the story because I have ideas for plots all the time. And you know and you know me, right? Yep. I am very good at making plots. You give me a subject, I'll make a plot. It's it's like boom. I can I can vomit plots very, very easily. But I'm very, very, very lazy, <laughs> like to get, <laughs> to to go on and write whatever plot uh, it's in my head. So, like, in order for me to start writing a story, mm-hmm. the thing needs to be excite me enough that I was like, okay, I want to read it because I usually write what I want to read, right? So I want to read a story that's like this. Okay. And then I go and I try to find a story. If I find a story that's, um, yeah, it's like 20% of what I wanted to, to see, that's okay. That, that will do me, you know, uh-huh. I, I will be lazy enough to, okay, that's not exactly what I have in mind, but, but then I don't okay, it's kind of, yeah, I don't need to, it's, it's there. Someone else did for me. Thank you, someone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you drop reviews when that happens? I, I do, I do, I do. I, I do drop lots of reviews that are anonymously. Uh-huh. Because I'm too lazy to log in in the, <laughs> the bloody websites. Because I, lazy I read. Seem, laziness mo- seems to be a recurring theme for you. <laughs> yes, it is. Here we are. You know my secrets now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I'm too lazy to be bothered. How do you come up <laughs> with the ideas, though? You mentioned that you can easily have many and many and many. But do they come to you naturally? Do you stop and think about it, about something in particular that triggers the idea? How does it work? Well, sometimes ideas, they come from being watching something like watching a movie oh and if the end was different and what about if that character haven't died and instead of dying this character uh had met the love of his life mm-hmm. uh before catching the train and then they didn't get the train the, the train didn't explode and then, uh, what would happen? And then, 
they would have gone to a very different journey. And then we start to kind of, and what if, what if, and then you started to think about the, the consequences of that. And then it mm -hmm. goes on. Mm -hmm. I think I, like most people, when you're walking, you have lots of ideas. When you are exercising, you have lots of ideas. Okay. Any, anywhere is a place for ideas. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, how do you brainstorm when you do have the idea that has been hammering your head for over a year? How do you sit down and start writing? Like, what do you focus on first when you're brainstorming? And how many hours do you spend brainstorming? Uh, so, okay, uh, this idea has already been in my head, so I already have a good idea of the characters that are in it, about the, you, the story, like the, the spine bones of the story probably mm -hmm. already there uh, by that point. Um, so I just need to go and think, think of a plot line uh, to see the details. And, but then again, lots of time actually all the time when I'm doing that the plot always goes out of the window in the middle of the story <laughs> because I then have another idea that takes me to a different path yeah. and yeah do you usually outline or are you a more of a discovery writer I think I'm a gardener I'm, I'm both <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Because I do, I do the outline, and then when the outline is done, I say outline. Okay, nice to meet you, but we're going that way. <laughs> but then I do another outline, and <laughs> I try the other outside out the window. Then so yeah, I guess I'm both. Okay. Um, what is the actual writing process for you? Like when, when you want to read, write another chapter, how do you? How do you do that? Like, what's your process for it? And how many hours do you actually spend writing instead of just figuring out what you want to write? The process is go to a coffee shop in London with my laptop and write with a nice cup of coffee. Do you research? Oh, not always. <laughs> oh, you know that I do research. But I usually... Um, I usually will research when is the exactly the time that I need information to, or okay. yes, sometimes I do research before, but I think I usually like, for example, with the story that I'm doing now, uh, I know I know nothing about horse riding, uh -huh. and there was like some things that like in the beginning of the story I was teaching about how to write something about that. I was like, so I go, went to YouTube, watched a movie, a, a movie, a video <laughs> <laughs> about this. <laughs> yeah, movie. Ooh, <laughs> sounds so big. No, just watched a video to, to see how it goes. And... Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> what do you consider that warrants a research at all? Like, what do you... Uh think I really need to get this right so I gotta research for this well every time I have a thing that I want to write and I want to write it right does it make sense 
sure, but like, uh, what what makes the cut for? I want to make it right. Like, uh, how do you choose that? What uh, does it need? If to there be is right? a phrase that I want to to write, for example, you know that um, from fiction, the Halloween from fiction, which I forgot the name. Yeah. Oh, the ha- the rabbit row one. Mm-hmm. Yes, the rabbit row. So I I was l- looking. There was a part where there was a someone sells gold. Yeah. I think yeah, Harry goes and sells At gold. At a pawn shop. And I, yeah, so I had to go and look uh, how much gold costs because I don't know. It's on a lot. Top of my head. I, know it's, I know it's a lot, but I didn't know the exactly value of gold mm-hmm. in money on top of my head. But I knew it's a lot. So I went there to say, okay, how much is gold? That's like a quick research but because I wanted to to do a line on that okay. little thing. Okay. But it's like a second research, but oh, the research that obviously goes deeper. Uh-huh. So um, I think you, you said that uh, you liked the way I did some of the things in Lost Connections about the American school, right? Yeah. So in order to to do the American school, what did I do? I go, I went to Pottermore and read the essential world from J.K. Rowling and everything she wrote about it. So I read like all the articles about the American school in order to do the American school uh-huh. as more canon-like as possible because that's what I wanted, mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. So you said, oh, those Fuji something creatures, they were so funny. I think you said yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the review. But yeah, that's I, I read about them in the J.K. Rowling canal, and that's pretty much how she described them. Very rude. Yep. And very... So I, 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 did, I did that. I just went to the source and spent my hour reading to get the chapter right, because... I thought it would be better if I did that than if I did not. Uh-huh. Okay, makes sense. So, yeah. Speaking of Lost Connections, there's a major cliffhanger that happened in the British Museum. Um, why did you pick that place and, and how did it go down? All right. First of all, it wasn't the British Museum. It was the National History Museum. Okay, you have too many museums for me to count. Okay. <laughs> yes, we do. Okay. It's amazing. I've been to two oh, museums yes. in my life. Give me a break. Oh, poor thing. Come on, let's go. Come to London. I'll give you a tour. Sure. Just get into <laughs> London. <Asia. laughs> Gotta learn to swim. <laughs> so, first of things, all, first of all, it wasn't the British Museum. British Museum is the one that they have the mummies mm. and uh, okay. Greek ancient things and very, very historical things that are from the National Treasure. Uh, the History no, National History Museum is uh-huh. the one that they have the dinosaurs. And I, wa- oh, okay. and I wanted to do the Dinosaurs Museum because I thought it would be really fun to have a duel involving dinosaurs like I thought like ooh dinosaurs coming to life that sounds amazing (laughs) (laughs) 
I I really like the the, of... the scene actually. So yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. So that's why I decided to to do there. Also, mm. uh, you know that there was I think a couple of uh, book signings from J.K. Rowling were in that museum. Oh. I know for sh- yes, I know for sure that the last book one was there because. One of my friends got uh, her book signed there. Oh, nice. That's really nice. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. I, I wonder how much they uh, sell for nowadays, considering how, uh, how much people I, don't like her anymore. I don't know. I think they still would go for quite a lot. True. It is a signing. Yeah. A signing Harry Potter book. Okay. Harry Potter. <laughs> no, yeah. So yeah, I wanted to do a fight with dinosaurs. Yeah. And yes, because they're fun. And which kid doesn't like dinosaurs, right? Hey, I'm not a kid. I don't like it. So. So yeah, but I thought that's the it's the one it's the one that to take the kids for. You don't take the kids for the British Museum. It's a bit don't. more of an adult one because I mean, do take I took my daughter there a couple of times but it's more like it's more statues mm-hmm. and mummies and vases beautiful vases beautiful I'd love to go to the and... Turing one Alan Turing to which one I don't know what oh, the name I... is but like the one where Turing's machine is at the first computer well, I don't know. The first actual computer. I think it's Cambridge or in Oxford. I don't know. It's not in London. Mm, um, I haven't been to that one. Yeah. Probably. Um, you mentioned you decided to write uh, Catching Fire for a specific purpose. Can you tell us what, what that was and why? And do you think you've accomplished so... it? Yeah, I wanted to write a modern girl, modern girl in the Middle Earth trope, mm-hmm. with the main character, the girl, being like very similar to Thorin. Like, uh, one, to one pair, yes, but very paired with Thorin in the in the company setting, the Hobbit, and I wanted to do. Yeah, well, because the the personality of the girl is usually like the opposite, very very different, and I wanted a girl that was very very similar. And I started to to think about the kind of skills and the kind of character that I wanted, and I was like, man, I'm basically describing Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> so she wasn't actually like uh, I want a Katniss. It was more like, no, oh, she like, fits right, right, right. No, there. no, it was like I'm creating a character that already exists. Oh, that, that's really <laughs> nice. I had no idea. <laughs> I know, and I was like, I know you didn't have an idea, and I was like, okay, um, yeah, that's I, sh- I, mean, I should bring the uh, do a f- fandom fusion then. Mm-hmm. And I saw that it would actually make lots of sense to join the fandoms because there there are things that could be tied very nicely together. And I did that. And but how hard can was? I go back to, sure. Can I go back to your previous 
question because I don't think I answered that properly. The, or do you think something one. I should do? Yeah. Because yeah. I just talked about the... I think I said that there was something that you would be very shocked yes. about why I chose that. I thought uh, it was about the signing. Uh, no, it wasn't. Was you know it? that I had... You said that it was a very cliffhanger in that chapter, I remember. Yep. When you read. And I had a... I stopped. I had a break from writing uh-huh. of three or four years finishing that, that scene. scene. Yes. Jesus Christ, go fuck yourself. Who read it? <laughs> and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry if anyone is listening to this. I know that. I would have gone mad. Just... <laughs> so, like, really upset at the very least. Oh, yeah. Can I just tell uh, your listeners something? Something as well? No, 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 you can't. No, you can't. You cannot. No. I can't. I can't. No, no. No. So, uh, yes. <laughs> Nose had never read my name state. correctly, please. Not Nose. <laughs> Nose. Okay. That's a bit bad. Uh, he was for, for one year and a half, he has been telling me that he read my story, Lost Connections. But he hadn't. Mm, I thought I had, okay. <laughs> I was sure no, I had. He, he, thought, he thought he had, but he thought he was another different fanfiction, which he doesn't even know which fanfiction it was. Yeah. I, I, I only remember <laughs> the first thing, basically. Oh, he doesn't even know which fanfic. I would like to know which fanfic it was it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It started like You're gonna kill me now. <laughs> it, it started like uh, Harry was in his our office and he gets a letter uh, from someone, I think, or like uh, I think it's from Hogwarts actually, and he goes to find that uh, he has a daughter and she mm-hmm. enrolled in. In Hogwarts, and he selected, and like he shows up at Hogwarts the very next day after the select and uh, the the head selection, and from there he discovers that he the affair he had with this muggle uh, turned out into a baby, and he had no idea, and he was married with Ginny and, and everything. So like that's the setup. That's like the first two chapters. I don't remember anything past that. And I always thought that was Lost Connections, because like it kind of makes sense, like the Lost Connections to her and stuff. And ah, it has the same plot. Here we go. So if you, if anyone knows this mystery story that knows thought it was mine, please leave in the comments <laughs> below so we can find this author and maybe Nos can call this person to his podcast. Sure. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sorry, of, sorry. It's okay. Speaking, speaking of, of lost well. connections, uh, <laughs> if you could, would you change anything in lost connections after so many years since the ending? Um, you know that I, uh, I had a plan when I started, and I did not follow the plan. Yep. 
that I had first that I first had mainly because I was too lazy and I was I got bored with my own story. Well, to be fair, like it's I was... a massive one. So is that what? It's massive, like the sequel. Massive, yes, yes. It is. It is. It is huge, and and it would have been bigger. And yeah. And if we establish cut... something, is that you're lazy? Yes, exactly. So <laughs> pretty much. Uh, it was an amazing thought, though, and and I think I'm not sure if I will ever go to the con- the the continuation because I would never post this continuation as the thing was completely finished, mm-hmm. and I don't see I don't see at the moment myself in having the willpower to complete that. Um, because it's huge, you you know the plot. I I shared yeah. I shared this this plot with with you. And, and the it's, whole character it, building and character trees. And it, it's it's yes, it's, way too big for it's dark. It is it is dark, and it's it's something that I could easily turn into a original story, because it's a huge plot. It's mm-hmm. a huge plot. Um, you wrote. Black and White, which is a prequel, in a way, oh, yeah. to Lost Connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adorable. Yes, very much so. And while much shorter, it's a complete and a full-fledged story. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think you prefer more concise and to-the-point stories to write, or longer ones? Concise, definitely. I, yeah. I love writing and reading concise stories. I think so they are much better, much easier, much more fun reading? as well. Which one do you prefer reading? Concise. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, you just I won think. like two hundred points with Petri. Oh, did I? Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about? I, lo- I love Petri. I love Petri. Yeah, me too. What about one oh. shot? One shot depends of the one shot. I think depends on what. Obviously, <laughs> I, I mean, um, assuming it's written well and it's intriguing. Oh yes, like, yes. Is there a it, yeah. preferred genre for the one shot that you I think like it's, to read? Yeah, it's also it's also a, it's also good. I ha- I haven't read so many, mm-hmm. mainly because I'm lazy. Of course, as always. <laughs> of course, like uh, yeah. The but one one shot you were meant to write turned into a three-part one. <laughs> yes, that is true. And the rabbit hole. It was yeah. It's just yeah. It would. I thought it made sense. Made made it three chapters instead of one. Yeah, for big sure. one because there were there were three divided. Acts. Very clear cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, you've decided to start writing original fanfi- uh, original fiction. Uh, how different is the writing process from fanfic? I I mean, you haven't actually started writing, right? You just have the no. outline. I am outlining, brainstorming, and it's been in my head for 
Yeah. At least since I know you. So two years. Over yeah. About two, two years. years no? yeah. Two years. Yeah. So yeah, I think I have a feeling that this year I'm gonna go in this course. I'm go about to start a new course, and it's going to really help me to shape the the main character. Yeah, because because uh, the the yeah the the character is very troubled mm-hmm. past, and I'm gonna be dealing with lots of troubled children, be children in this sort of same similar background, and I think it will really help it to take shape. Yeah, I think it's yeah. That's back to the other question about the does the our life experience interfere? Yes, they do. Yep. For sure, <laughs> can't wait to to read it. I always do love a <clears throat> spoilers. Uh, what are your favorite characters and pairings, and why? What makes you love them? Mm, fanfic. Do you know what are my favorite char- characters and pairings? I think I know from Harry Potter. Your favorite might be Hermione, but that's it. Hmm. Why do you think it's Hermione? Because I remember you saying it was Hermione. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Hermione is lovely. I adore Hermione so much. I love her. I know you hate her. I don't actually hate her. Like, hate it's a too strong of a word. Petty, uh-huh. like, beat the shit out of me for using hate when I actually simply did not like someone. So I stopped using the word. And mm. to be fair, oh, after reading okay. so many stories from Patrick, from from other actual good Hermione writers, mm. I kind of like her. Kinda. Aww. She's still like exceedingly annoying to me because she reminds me Aww. too much of myself in some kind of in some ways. So like, I hate seeing her. Uh, in some mm. scenarios because she does the exact same thing I would do and that annoys me because I know it's the wrong thing to do. Is it? I think Hermione has pretty good good choices. No, she overall. she does, she does, but the good choices the good choices are if you're writing you need a right character ones. to say you are writing a story and you need a, a character to say something clever, to say a good solution. We're going to pick Hermione or Hermione. See, that's the issue. She's <laughs> shoehorning to <laughs> the position of always being the correct one, and it gets tiring after a while. Actually, no, not always. I'm rereading the books, as I told you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm rereading the Harry Potter books with my daughter at the moment. We are just finished the Chamber of Secrets. Yep. And I was like, lots of the information that they learn about the, the wizarding world come from Ron as well as Hermione. Mm-hmm. It's just like when, when, when she needs something that's uh, someone to tell an information about how wizarding world works, Ron is the, is the one that she's going to choose. When the information is something that is more like academia, it's going to be Hermione. Yep. So th- there are those two little sources. Of that sort of tapers out after a while, though, in the later huh? books. That 
start yeah. stopping it start stopping Jesus. yeah and it's uh, it's unfortunate that happened it's yeah. unfortunate and i think it happened because the movie mm-hmm. the movie has influenced the way that the author has seen the characters and i wonder how it would have been if the movie was done after probably wrong would play a more equal um sort of grounds if Hermione more in this sense because like he his knowledge is stronger in one part and hers is in another and there is a balance like in the in the in the beginning of the series you can see this balance more clear and then later on that Hermione starts to come up and bump him up yeah yeah uh there's also the issue that Ron like had really poor choices and people really don't uh, like yes. Ron because of what happened in book 4 and 7. Uh, um, you completely he does skip have the some question. Choices, but you... he's, he's funny. He's funny. Oh, uh, yes, I, I do that Ron. sometimes. You completely squ- uh, skip uh, the question. So, favorite uh, characters and pairings, and why? Oh, favorite characters. Oh, is my favorite. Obviously, but like, I mean, <laughs> in the fandom. <laughs> So yeah, OCs. No, so that's, that's that I doesn't like count. It does, obviously. Of course it does. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> that's that's 100% a cop-out, but okay. Why? Because you're not saying the favorite one. Because anyone can be an OC. You can make an, an OC. I'm talking about the actual fandom characters. Like the ones that... Okay, we, which fandom? We, whichever you want. Like Thorin Whichever I want. from Hobbit or uh, okay. Harry from HP. Okay. So name a fandom and I give you my Harry favorite Potter. character. Favorite pairing Harry. in, in character. Harry OC. I said Harry. Ah, Harry, OC. okay. Okay, okay. Harry. Duh. Uh, not me. <laughs> what makes you love them, oh Miss Gigos? Well, what makes you love them? I don't know. I just, I just like uh, to see what would happen if someone that wasn't in the book is in the book. Why? And it's nice. It's nice to see like what kind of characters different people come up with as well. Mm-hmm. I like. I like that. And I think. I think the fir- very first fanfic I read in Harry Potter was Harry O.C. pairing as well, and Sirius O.C. With yeah. like a, an, old, an old person, like after the Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm. Yeah, yes. So like romance. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah. In uh, Portuguese, old as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you plan on going original in the future, like uh, as a full-fledged, full-fledged uh, author, long term? I that something have you want? the plan. I have the plan. I don't know if I'll do because, as you know, I'm extremely lazy. Mm-hmm. But I know for sure that uh, the Hobbit fanfic that I'm writing at the moment is gonna be very, very likely. My last extremely long uh, fan fiction mm-hmm. uh, that I would do. 
then I might do some one shots or some Shorter quick shorted stories that I just write everything and then publish. Mm-hmm. Like no more than 30k at all. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I I would then force uh, force them focus my energy more on original if I if I want to write because I also have so many original nice plots in my head mm-hmm. as well. And there is one that's super good. Yeah. One that I, I've been cooking for a, a while and it's taking some nice shape and I and I think the the characters are so nice. And I, I think I'm fairly good in building characters if I may say so. Yep. Do you think so? Yeah, you yeah, think so. Of course. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I yeah. So I like I like the shape that story is taking in my head at the moment and I I I would like to see those characters coming alive because they are very fun. They're super fun. Yeah, I hope so too. Especially because it seems like a such a wonderful book to read. And definitely yeah. my favorite genre. Um, yeah. What do you wish there was more of as far as tropes and characters and or even pairing go in, in fanfic? Well, I think the last question answered this one, right? The kinda. <laughs> um... LC? Sure. <laughs> but tropes, like so, what sort of tropes? Like more middle earth and uh, modern girl. Yeah, but there are there is a quite a fair few of of those as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um Yeah. I I think one of the reasons that I came away I think from Harry Potter was that I felt that there weren't as many self-insert no yeah that as well but yeah they don't do much OCs there and if they do people tend to backlash a bit and I just like oh god why let people do their thing okay Um, yeah, I just wasn't very friendly and I started that and I liked it and I got hyped and now so difficult to bring me back to, to Harry Potter since you know that yeah. <laughs> it's Although very difficult did, to, to force me to read a Harry Potter story and I, when I, I mean, start, sometimes I get bored. I get like, bored. Uh, you would not be bored by Patrice. Oh. Uh, Definitely Greengrass <laughs> and the importance of intense. You are almost convincing me to read. Yes, do it. Do it. <laughs> it's really good. I, I'm rereading, and like I promised him, and I'm doing the. I'm reviewing per chapter. Uh, and it's annoying me the shit of it's annoying the shit out of me to have to stop Why? to review because I want to keep reading I just want to keep reading 
it's that's just... so sweet see Petri, he is making a whole reviewing for you inside my podcast but little hearts for him please <laughs> okay <enough. laughs> uh, I... I know you've made several lifelong friendships throughout your writing career. Is there any advice yes. you would give any new authors about meeting online friends for the first time? Well, meeting online people for the first time. Online, like, people, internet people are the same as people outside. Funny sure. enough. But... They are people. <laughs> and There's always the concerning factor that you don't actually know the person and someone might be a psycho stuff like that yes that's that's true is like exactly how you should behave with strangers outside in a normal life right sure like yes you see so you meet someone for the first time like what are you going to do like you don't usually go and meet someone in a bus stop and take them to your house straight away or well, some people you do. know give yeah, some people do it's true but you know the same sort of care and precaution you have with meeting strangers from from the streets you should mm-hmm. do, using the same sort of precaution with online people but also like yeah, they are normal people. It's not like all oh, online people. Ooh, the pre- the predators. They they gonna do something. They gonna. Yeah, but there's no. always the stigma yeah. around it. Now, even even though it's lessening more and more, but there's still the the yeah. fear that comes with it. No, yeah, some people they they are a bit scared of um, getting contact. Oh, having my things leaked. Oh, and if. What if I give my phone and I do something mm-hmm. weird with the phone? Well, I change my phone. What if I give my phone to to someone? Like I created a a WhatsApp group for my course. What if one of the students is a psycho and put my phone somewhere? Well, mm-hmm. I have to change my phone. What what am I going to do? <laughs> right? Yeah. It's the ma- it's the worst thing that can happen in this situation, right? Mm. Like I mean, the worst possible thing that could happen I don't know uh, would be I don't even know maybe someone link my real name to my fanfic and I kind of don't like that but will I be able to to delete that if I, if I if that happens probably maybe, maybe not I don't know okay yeah I, I, I don't know it just it just it's a balance like you, you've been talking to this person for how long before you meet them? Mm-hmm. You probably get to know people online as well, like talking to them for so long. You get to, and they become your friends as well, don't yep. they? Yep. Yeah, it's just pretty much most of my friends are online, so I'm not judging. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you you get to know people a bit, and then. If they are nice and you think, okay, they're not psycho, I think this person is not a psycho. Seems pretty normal. It took... Maybe go for a coffee in a public place. Yeah, it took me <laughs> I don't know five years to meet my friends, uh, my online friends oh, wow. in person, for the first time. Wow. 
that's uh, a long maybe time a, maybe a bit less like four years i don't know it's been a while um, yeah and maybe we're gonna be having a, a brazil convention in 2023 you are? is that right you are are we are we are we you are you're coming uh, down I thought here we were i thought you we were no i don't know i, I had no idea of this this is news to me no, I th I thought that was a plan that were people were making. No, is it? Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe. Uh, Maybe I don't know anymore. Uh, is this a secret cabal thing again? <laughs> yes. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, what were some of the best things that came from your fanfiction friendships throughout the years? Hmm. The best things. Oh, it's the people, Me. obviously. Obviously. Oh. Of course. <laughs> don't even just ah. don't need to say anything else. It was me. You I were. S Gosh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I wasn't even thinking. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna say what I was thinking because you're not gonna like my answer. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> just keep your own answer. <laughs> what does? What? What are some of the best things? That came from your fanfic friendships. Uh the people, obviously. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like I, I still have a a nice access uh WhatsApp group with my some of my Harry Potter friends. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we talk about everything there. It's nice. And it's have people that I've known for twenty London. years of Yes. Oh that's nice. Yes. Uh, four of them. Wow. Four. Not at the same time, unfortunately. No, no, it would have been sure. so much fun. Yeah, but no. I can, I can imagine. <laughs> but it was nice because every time someone comes to London, yeah, what happens? You go and someone see from... every Harry Potter attraction. I go to see every Harry Potter attraction. Though. That's so much fun. That's so much fun. <laughs> You're such a I kid. love doing it. <laughs> So yeah, if anyone wants to come, let me be the guide, yes. And I do know very well, like all the the movie locations. Mm -hmm. I'm basically I should I should just start one of those guide tours because You should. I would fucking ace it. <laughs> yep. I'm yeah. I know. I know where to go, I know where the things are. And yeah, going to the studios is so fun. I can I can I love imagine. it. I love it. Oh gosh, it's so nice. You know, the my top tip if someone is going to the studios tour here in London is talk to the staff. Talk to the staff. They're helpful and because not annoying. They are they are helpful and they are all Harry Potter nerdies. Oh that's nice. So they, they all know like every single detail like that you don't even imagine and they know they they do know about the movies about mm -hmm. like things that so if you ask them anything they will answer and they they're gonna tell you like the tea gossips about uh that costume that mm -hmm. ivana was wearing or the making of this particular prop they're they gonna speaking tell speaking me speaking of the of gossip and stuff just today 
it got released the uh, uh this is new year's okay this is first of january okay. the 20 years special in on hbo like everyone oh. everyone from the cast showed up and did a one hour uh, documentary i think with stuff from the past and even jk showed up and that's probably what i'm going to watch a bit later mm. nice 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 yep petros mentioning just now about it so you should watch it if you if you didn't know uh, maybe not why not because don't want to <laughs> I'm rolling, <laughs> i know i know you can see it but i'm rolling my eyes uh, obviously you are <laughs> what would you say is your one thing that has influenced you who you are as a person be it a fanfic a book a movie uh whatever to the point where your life has changed completely and why do you love that ah so you mean a thing yeah i think not someone oh uh, uh, because the first thing i was thinking thing that make me being who i am is like obviously my dna i'm gonna slap <laughs> <then>, you <laughs> <laughs> and then uh the environment i was raised in probably uh, in all my experience yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> genotype yeah all the jazz <laughs> Yes, yes, that probably influenced me to be who I am. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, spiritually, okay? <laughs> Not literally. Literally, literally. I don't know how to say that word. I don't know, literally? I don't yes. know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Something that made so, you want to be who well, you are right now, like... Well, the answer is quite obviously, isn't it? Is it? Probably. What is? What is? Fuck's sake! I've been reading the books since I was a teenager. <laughs> so Harry Potter. Obviously. Okay. The. The don't the me. Um, if you could give our listeners some advice about becoming writers, what would it be? What do you think is the best thing to focus on as a novice, a novice writer, like you mentioned before? Uh, I don't think I'm the most better, uh, the better person to give qualified person to give this advice because I don't think I am a good writer. You, you'd be <laughs> wrong, but okay. Okay, I like being wrong. Uh, but I think the way you learn is doing it so just go and do mistakes like i do mm-hmm. go and throw yourself into the thing if you want to do it there is no reason why you shouldn't right unless you don't want to do it then why you're even considering doing it in the sure. first place well thank you rose for chatting with us today and thank you listeners for sticking around next time i will be interviewing apple apples also known as jacob apples And I hope to see you all again. Keep reading. And, and I can't wait. <laughs> Sorry. Keep reading and review an author you love. You could really make their day or even make a new friend. Thank you, Rose. Um, thank you, Nose. <laughs> Nose. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>